You are now listening to the new Old Heads Podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com. And brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. Episode 175 of the new Old Heads Podcast, Sam Age the 7th. Make pretty cool beats. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm. All the time. <laughs> Thank you for the whisper there. Uh, across the table, Ableton professor uh, at Decademics DJ School, music producer, founder of BringingOutTheBand.com, and also uh, DJ, my man Longevity. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Michael. You got a long list of uh, skills. Your skill set is expanding, sir. Yeah, you keep adding them to the to the. <laughs> I'm definitely about to <laughs> to add the intro. One hundred percent. DJ that's will be on there. Yeah, uh, uh, moving forward. Doing all right. You know, lyrics matter. They do. As always, yep. across the table, fresh to death as always, rocking the, um, that was the finals jerseys. That, that's the, the logo when they went to the finals against the Bulls. Uh, Sean Kemp joined, that's fresh right there. Uh, DJ Extraordinaire, CEO of Printfinity and also a uh, longtime contributor to BringingDownTheBand.com. Today is his birthday, DJ J. Diff. Clap, clap, clap. Salutations. What's happening, man? What's going on, man? Thank you for the birthday shout out. I appreciate oh, it. Hey. Of course, man. Yep. yep. How you feel? I feel alive. <laughs> I feel alive. Yeah, man. That's good enough. That's good shout enough. Shout out to the Sun King beer. Yes. Mm, definitely. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sun King. New partner. They're taking care of us. We really appreciate uh, that relationship. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, to my immediate left, r- former radio personality, master of ceremonies, voice of Indianapolis. That's what I call him also, Kansas City Mac. My man, Jay Moore, how are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. Just um, enjoying what uh, I believe to be the start of spring weather here in the city. I think so. Uh, But you just never know because this is the Midwest and it might snow. It just might. Yeah, I don't trust trust Midwest weather. I don't trust it until like May gets here. Then I'll be like, all right. You know what I don't understand? What's that? Every year we go through the same shit of people that act like they don't know what weather is like in the Midwest. Yeah. But grew up in the Midwest? And grew up here. Yeah. And then like they want to complain when it gets hot. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, it's so hot. It was just cold. It was just hot the other day. You but know I, that. I ain't never met so many people that was moving. Oh, this is my last year. This oh, is my man. last year. Is it? You know, and that, that falls into. You ain't going nowhere. No goddamn That, that falls into the uh, I'm moving for um, the weather thing. And that also falls into the it ain't nothing to do crew. There's like two. They're all kind of together. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, Midwest people are known for random conversations for two things. Okay. Talking about the weather Mm -hmm. and gas station prices. Mm. Mm. I guess it would be gas prices. Yeah. So that's what we're known for. You know what? I'm going to tell you this right now. Talk Um, to me. Gas station, uh, not too far from where I live, which is not too far from where we record. Uh, They're now offering a like a lobster roll. A lobster roll <laughs> at a gas go. station? The, it, it, at a kid go? It said like a BP. What part of the name is that? Now look, I'll I'll get some gas station chicken, maybe some uh, uh-huh. some potato wedges, but I'm not buying any uh, seafood. <laughs> tell me why. Tell me why though. What about what from a uh, gas station in a landlocked state? You don't like seafood. No, no, I, 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 I like seafood. Why don't you trust them, though? That's my question. Maybe they're lobster fish sticks. 
Whatever it is, <laughs> lobster fish sticks. Look, if if right. you are getting no, it's not uh, right. Any type of uh, lobster uh, from a gas station in Indiana in the middle of the winter, yeah, uh, your life is not going according to plan. What if they have? Hey, it, it ain't no different than than you getting a, a seafood delight sandwich from fucking Subway. Mm, yeah, I don't mess with those neither. Yeah. You got I mean, the same there. shit. It's like the Maybe mystery like, color in Airheads. Yeah, yeah, or like know uh, you know when you go to uh, and this has imitation crab. Like, well, what, what imitation crab? What if they had the lobster like in yeah. the tank at the gas station? Would that help? Come on now, <laughs> I'm reaching there and pick that all out. All the gas station with a papa dose <laughs> yeah. connected to it. That'd be tough. No, because it'd be just your luck. You pull a lobster out and, and the lobster have a cough. Have, you know, a, <laughs> have a cigarette. <laughs> Nah, listen, man. I, I'm, yo, yo. I've gotten get go because that's a location. Get go. I've gotten some get go lunch. Get go's different. Yeah, I like get go, man. Didn't they it's, buy out? Uh, I think BP's Rickers? maybe. Is Rickers, Rickers? one of them. Uh, maybe they that's got why good they have sandwiches. All those, all those food options. They got good sandwiches, man. But I'm it's sorry, like when people I, down south, they got they a lobster roll. True. I was like, nah, we're not doing that. All right, I, so it give me, might be good. You might be missing out. Give me a somebody had to buy me one. Give me a sandwich. I need to get at a get go. Just give well, you can just build one. That's oh. all I do. I just you go in there, you pick your bread, you put it all on the computer. Okay. They get, it spits out a ticket. You go up there, pay for it. Uh huh. And they let you know when it's done. Did you get the lobster. No, you I get the lobster I roll yet? with the lobster roll. Yeah. They got a fish sandwich. I might try. <laughs> now I ain't gonna lie. It looked like that fish sandwich does look pretty fantastic. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Got a little cheese on it. Yeah, look like a, a double f- uh, fish fillet. It's a double know, fish fillet. A no, sub, because sub like, style. The fish fillet doesn't even look good in pictures. Now this this sandwich it's looks a fantastic. Fish sandwich. Yeah. And first of all, y'all are not, <laughs> <laughs> y'all are nobody here is anti uh, McDonald's fish sandwiches. Hey, it's right? time oh, for lit too. I mean, what? Fish. Oh, I don't know. No. You don't fool with them. No, I don't, I don't do, do seafood fish at all. Fillet. I don't do the fish fillet though. You don't. No, you don't I, don't, no I don't mess with no fish fillet. I mean, I do. fish fillet. Who knows fish how fillet much? and a black coffee. You got to be at least what fifty five. I don't need to black, say coffee. black coffee. Yeah, that but I've been messing with a fish fillet ever since it came in the blue styrofoam box. Oh yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. You, I, I would still right rather there. get the McDLT with the hot. Side oh, that was hot good too. Cold side cold. Yeah, with the the white styrofoam. You can fold them joints over. I'm not the biggest McDonald's fan. I never trusted the McRib. I don't. I don't buy into that. It's not really rib. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, I knew that when it was this Muslim uh, on on my campus, and he would mess up with McRib, mm. uh, <laughs> and I was like, "What you doing, brother? So and so." You know what's funny about them fake rib sandwiches, though? This, this ain't really pork, brother. I was like, "All right." You know what's funny about them fake <laughs> rib sandwiches? Out like that, man. Is they have the little pieces when, when we see the meat. Yeah. There's a longer piece. Mm-hmm. There's like three longer pieces and that's then, supposed to symbolize the bone, the bone? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but they I mean, just glue just, them together. Yeah, they just just eat right through that shit. <laughs> There's no bone in that bitch. Yeah. yeah. Why? Would they just staple them together? Glue? Ribs supposed to have bone. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed glue. to have You bones. can't eat a staple, but you can eat some glue. Shit, they might have some new shit. I don't know. Some the staple glucose. dissolve it's just glucose. in the rib or Same something. Same thing. They make them chicken, they, that pink slurry, they make hey, the chicken McNuggets out of. 3D Stop, man. It's 3D printed McRib. <laughs> 3D printed. <laughs> Yo. Get you one. I'm just saying, man. The fish fillet, I'm, I'm, I'm still home on that. Now, some yeah, of the other stuff, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm good on that fish fillet. I I'm, never I'm like with that. it. I'll yeah, thank me, you. I'll give me a McChicken plain. I'm with that. That's it. Yeah. Maybe a McDouble if I'm feeling fancy. Mm, fancy. And by fancy, I mean 
I just want got, one. Got an extra seventy nine cents. I was <laughs> like, you know, let's just go ahead and make this happen. We giving them too much pub because they they can yeah, sponsor. Yeah, exactly. They're not a sponsor. There you go, sponsors. Yeah. yeah, McDowell's is not a sponsor. Yeah, I bet you eat a fish fillet if they uh they cut that check. I bet I won't. It'd be, <laughs> shit, I would. Be fish fillet wrappers all up in this month. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm eating that fish fillet for yeah, that. Yeah, I ain't doing for nope. that bag. I mean, because I ain't doing nothing different. I ain't faking. Hey man, I'll eat the drink the water. Mm. McDonald's water. Yeah, how it you might know it be worse. How, how you know it ain't 3D printed? It could be. Okay, at least you're honest. I'd get the ice cream, but could the ice be cream like, machine is always closed. It's like the water right. that the fish fillet was cooked in. Oh, that's the water that because <laughs> they swim in it. And oh, okay. and they nutrients. The water. And, yeah, you know it's got that vitamin uh, E. Okay. E. Coli. Does the fish that <laughs> fish have sex it, in that water? Yeah. <laughs> does yeah. the fish that McDonald's uh, use <laughs> do they swim? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it make you think, huh? Like uh, this is about to turn a whole bunch of McDonald's slander. That's when. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, they I don't s- think they swim. I think they three D generate. I like they that. The, they, that. They cut the tails off. That's it. They're just like. Fillets. Oh, that's what the square. <laughs> <laughs> they yep. cut the hell head and tail off, and then that's what you get on the bun. I <laughs> feel it. It ain't gonna change my mind, J. Diff. I'm, I'm witty. I'm witty. Uh, they got. Where's uh Where's that Clippers owner when you need him? You talk about he's paper. got AIDS. <laughs> no, he don't got AIDS. No, no, he got that paper. They trying to buy the forum. How disrespectful is that to the Lakers? He trying it's to not cop disrespectful it. at all. Well, he, he doesn't t- own it anymore. No, but what I'm saying is he wants to cop the forum. The Just, one that doesn't own no the Steve Ballmer. Ballmer, the owner for the oh, Clippers. Okay. He want to cop the he want to cop the forum. Well, Just cop. Well, they repurposed the forum into a live music venue. Um, and since they're re, you know, gentrifying all of Inglewood, yeah, you know, they're can like, y- why not move the team there? Can y'all imagine what, like, the Forum Club parties were like, like back in like '86 when Magic Nim was in there? And <laughs> yeah, I can't. Don't why do I'm that. Glad I didn't go. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have had said AIDS. That. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I walked right into that. It was probably a lot man. of fun, but at the end of the day, yeah. see, you ruined a good thing, man. Uh, no, Magic ruined a good thing. People know this. Oh my God! Shout out to Magic. Parties man. was not live after that. <laughs> <laughs> Magic live. Beep 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 beep. And, <laughs> yeah, and, he is. and well, he sure yeah. is. He's and well. live and well. Yep. He's definitely got some magic. Yep. You yeah. know he he's been yeah. HIV positive since I was in seventh grade. That's a fact. <laughs> you turn what forty one today? Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> There's hope. Yeah. Look, you got you that could, paper could, to spend on that medicine. You can live through anything if Magic made it. Jesus. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he has anything anymore. If you want me to be honest with you, I don't know if I say that, but Cookie ain't got nothing yet. You think they've been strapping up all this time? Yeah, they still strapping up. Oh, you think he ain't come on one night and just? I'm just, not about to do this, man. Tip I'm not, no, I'm not about to do this. <laughs> I refuse See, to do this. Look, I'm I was, I was, I stopped. So come on, you got to stop. Yeah, I know it's your birthday, I, but goddamn, yeah, I, I refuse. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Yeah, I refuse to do that. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Magic. Greatest point guard of all time. We need a, a keep it real button. I guess is he? Got to hit the keep it real button when y'all want me to keep he it definitely real. Is. Get a, Who you like, John Stockton? <laughs> somebody somebody throw a flag on the play. Why? Because yeah. he's white? I didn't say that. Great player, though, by the way. Derek Fisher? No, Derek Fisher is a dirty Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Derek Fisher was out there in the streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Asked Matt Barnes. Yep. He, he went to scene. 
He went there with the talk to him as a man in as his face. As a man in his face. Shout out to Matt Barnes. Yeah, exactly like that. Because he won't know how to smoke. No pun intended. I thed it already. <laughs> Tell him how you feel, Bird Man. We live. Tell him I, I thed it already. I thed it. I thed it already. Now kiss. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you. I thed it already. All right, man. <laughs> that was classic, by the way. All three of y'all. All right. Um, Poor Bird Man. I, I thought I was the only one that caught that I thed it already, but I, I think y'all was on it. So. Even Birdman looked at Megan Stallion's contract and was like, damn. <laughs> Speaking of that, That's man. unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> he showed up to her with paperwork and was like, I want to talk to you as a man in your face. <laughs> See if you want to come get on this cash money game. Yo. <laughs> hey, but for real though, man, like we, we, talk, we, we, visit, we talked about this, I want to guess, what, three episodes ago, give mm-hmm. or take. And it was the whole puff the contracts and all yeah. that. And I'm like, when Jay Moore broke down the specifics, I'm like, uh, the fam, like of- the con- like her agreement. Remember, uh-huh. he was going through the list. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, you said, <laughs> your line was the funniest when you said, like, at that point, you're pretty much qualified to be like a, what you said, a college senior or something like that. Because she said when she signed the contract, she was 20, 21 years old. Right. So that's around the time when you're a college senior, junior, okay. senior, junior. If you if you went through and did everything yeah. in the right order. But the and you bre- got just a like a associate's degree on the way or some shit, yeah. No, but the breakdown is I, I I don't know. Like I'm sure she had representation. I hope she had representation, but she said I just signed it. I didn't really know what was, was going on. I'm that, like hey, that's on her. Yeah, this I'm is just not saying, a, like, this is not a puffy situation. This is not you can't blame uh what's my man Carl Carl Crawford. You can't blame him. No. Tell them some of the tell them some of the, you got, the stipulations. Yeah, you got the, the uh, contract. This is, this is the thing. Okay, uh, Carl Crawford and his con- and his company. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Carl Crawford is a cunt. <laughs> no, look, he is an associate with Jay Prince. Don't get us in no trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you no. said it. I'm just repeating it. Yeah. But, uh, be cool. Uh, yeah. Be, oh, yeah. yeah, be cool. Jay Prince, he has, come up here. Um, they're owed sixty percent of all her recording earnings. Uh, she gets forty. And out of that forty, uh-huh. um, they have to pay uh, recording costs, engineering, producers, and anybody who's featured on her on a record. So all the money that comes out of actually creating the art uh, basically comes out of her forty percent. Mm. Any any now any profits they automatically get sixty percent. Then they get thirty uh, percent of all like merchandising, touring. Uh, endorsements, any um, extra income. Now, this sounds like a 360. It does, but usually with a 360, you get a large, uh, sometimes uh, unrecoupable amount of money up front. Lump sum, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they gave her it, it basically $10,000, uh, and it was of a, a recoupable, which basically means she had to pay that back out of the 40%. Now, I've, I've been one of those people who's always seen a lot of, you know, Knowing what New Edition went through, knowing what uh, um, who New Kids that? on the Block, New Kids yeah. on the Block, Good. yeah, uh, yeah, you had to know both of them together. The Locks, uh, yeah. the Locks, NWA, all the jerk contracts that you've seen. Shout out to Mace, and um, 
and and not to say it's her fault, but you know, like this this is there's a kinda is. It is, but this is what this is what record companies do. Is they're like, okay, uh, you need a lawyer to review this. We got a lawyer over here. Our lawyer will be happy to review the contract right. for you. And it's already a conflict of interest, but nobody wants to talk about things like that. I, I feel like it's still I, to 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 keep on the point that I mentioned a few episodes ago when we were talking about this. I, I still think, even though she definitely has some sort of responsibility in reading the contract, mm-hmm. I mean, we're still talking about intentionally manipulative entities of record labels mm-hmm. like trashing people like destroy, like it's it is a trash contract and trash, and yeah. you are taking advantage of somebody knowingly <clears throat> like is, when you do that it's i mean i mean you don't care about them you, for whatever you feel yeah. about her art or whether or not you like her they this they this is thievery yeah. you know like basically okay yep. we keep Robert almost Robert. all the money you pay for everything out of the out of the 40 percent we give yeah. you that's the part the the part that is interesting is the the fact that they don't have any type of recuperable like they get a flat 60%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they get a flat 30 from everything else. I'm everything guessing, else. So I'm guessing she gets the 70 on that. She gets the 70, but that was merchandise and touring, but, right? But this is the thing, merchandise and touring is usually where artists You get to recoup it. Even if like that is that's your money. Yeah, usually right. like, you know, the t-shirts you see when you yeah. go to a concert the artist gets a hundred percent of that yeah. outside of the cost of creating the actual T-shirt. Yeah. But but still, uh, it's not unheard of that a label still gets a percentage of touring revenue. Well, in the, if depending on the amount of pr- money they put into promotion, right? You know, but when you're talking, and this is also a different time when we're talking about the the 360 era. But you know, because Jay Z, when it was a uh, time for the Blueprint Three, um, that's when he got his 360 deal. Now, mind you, he got like a hundred million dollars up front. Okay, so they knew what it was going to do. You know, so that's a lot of money. That's yeah, a lot. that's a lot of money. So if you're getting a check for a hundred million dollars, okay. But a lot of these other, because trust me, Megan's not the only person that signed a contract like this. Oh yeah. no, you know, like sure. I said, there was a there was a template out there for her, you know, to to have this happen. To Remember, her. Blueface couldn't even tell you what the hell he signed. Hip, yeah, uh, he. Uh, it was him, and I remember. Uh, Yachty, a while back, he yeah. was like, because I remember Joe Budden asked him, "Are you in a 360 deal?" And he was like, "I really don't know. I just know we are. We have a partnership with QC, and they do distribution with Columbia or something like that." He and really I got more money than I ever had in my life, right. so I don't ask any questions. Mm-hmm. That's to, pretty much what it boils down to. to. Lo- but Lone's point is right when you, if you, if you look at it, like what are the intentions, the initial intention intentions. Of the contract, like it's really for them to eat. Like we always talk about the uh, four thousand eighty record companies are shady, right? So mm-hmm. this is the epitome of that. I'm just saying from her from her side. I just think certain people. Uh, I would think more people would be like, "Yo, I want you to give me every specific that comes on the contract that I'm about to sign. Let's walk through every. I want you to tell me everything. How I get paid for this? How I get paid for that?" What I don't get paid for, what I'm responsible for. Just put their name on a dotted line and take an Instagram. So that's why, to your point, I don't want to be, you know, I can't relate to that. So I don't want to say what I would do. I'm just thinking from the outside, looking in from my, just from our lens. Like I would want to know as much as I possibly could, like to save myself long term. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's your right as an artist to ask those questions. You know, to say, hey, what does this mean? (laughs) 
that's what the lawyers pay for. Hopefully, you have somebody that can well, explain that to you. Once with again, you. this right. is this right. is where you know, and and I don't know who's listening to this, and maybe if you're a young artist right now and you're listening to our podcast, like. Do not spend the money that you have. You created a buzz. You're starting to get a little bit of money here and there. You don't have representation. You're not signed to a deal yet. This is not the time for you to spend your money on middle-of-the-mall jewelry, uh, used German cars, and uh, bottle service trying to impress people. This is the time for you to go ahead and, um, and get a good entertainment lawyer, good contract lawyer, because when that deal does come to you, then you have somebody who's really looking out for your best interest. Because what the sad thing is, I don't think they had someone. I mean, they had people who might have had our best interest. Because you know, unfortunately, her mom, you know, rest in peace. You know, she had our best interest in heart, but didn't have the expertise to really know what right. it was to ask for and what yep. to look for in the contract. That's sure. that's the part. So the, when the you look at get paid to and, do that, and the thing is, a lot of times people want to be famous. So you know, you know, it's it's. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie called Cadillac Records. Um, yeah, so basically, sounds familiar. Yeah, James. yeah. Mm-hmm. and it was like uh, when they were sitting down. Most Def played uh, uh, Chuck Berry in the movie, mm-hmm. and he said, "I'm, Legend. you know, he's like, I'm going about about to make you rich and you famous." He was like, "What? Here, let me go ahead and change uh, seats here because the thing is, like, some people are just so happy to be famous." They don't care about being rich. So when you know, if you're a fan of Megan, you saw her on TV and she's in videos, and you see all those uh, those wrestling outfits that she wears at her concerts, all that stuff came out oh, of her yeah. pocket. Don't sure. do that. <laughs> yeah, but still, you have to kind of wonder too. At the same time, they how, didn't pay for that. How much the record labels are valuing their reach, mm-hmm. and how much that actually is actually worth. How much is is the reach of a record label actually worth you know the distribution platforms that you can put out that they can push through the the notoriety notoriety that they can push how much is that actually worth is that worth 60 percent of your contract not well, her, 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 her exactly uh, that's my point not even with close. a management company though right he's just a management company or is it he's a record a, company well he's a management slash record company which is where she's going to have a leg to stand on considering she has a basically injunction against them now to where she can put out her records mm-hmm. because you know um you can't the record company can't be your management it can't. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Yep. It shouldn't. And if anybody who's listening is trying to get into the game, please understand that you know that's not what, that's not the house. That's supposed definitely to work. not the move. Your record company's not supposed to provide you with a manager and a lawyer. No, you get your own. Yeah. Get and that own. that's that goes back to what I was initially saying. It's like, yo, I want to. That's this is what I'm paying you for, like as a lawyer. What does she go to school for? Because that's the school? big thing that she's still in school. Like medical billing. Look, I just know it's not contract law. What the Don't hell is that. she going to school for medical billing? Huh? For at this point in time. I mean. Med- medical I mean, she's at um, Texas Southern. No, I'm saying why. Why wouldn't she switch her. Uh, look, if you're getting screwed like this in the record industry, you better get a backup plan. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> True. I'm saying why is she going to school for that? That might have been what she wanted to do. You know? right, Maybe well, she has a passion for numbers and medical. I don't know. If if she's made it to this pinnacle in life, she needs to switch that major hmm. in order to understand what the hell is going on with these Either contracts. that or just put the paper just up to get people that, are, that. people that know <laughs> know what they're doing and ask them, tell me everything that's involved with what I'm signing. She ain't still going to school, is she? Yeah. I think she's still, school. She's still, you know, still probably not full time, but, you know, she's still in class she's about to get one of them honorary degrees 
want an honorary doctorate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, hmm. we'll see, man. I know she uh she said she to his point she could put music back out now. So um, can she? Yeah. Yeah. She can put oh, it back okay. out. So well, she just had a song because I, I really wasn't understanding what was going on because that uh that uh BTC uh B I T C H song came yeah. out. Yeah. Like when was about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that on uh, Instagram. She put so it did all this shit transcend since then or something? Is that what it is? I, I, guess, I don't know. I don't I know the timeline. So. I'll be honest. I don't know the timeline. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just kept seeing a whole bunch of people talking about record contract shit on Twitter. And then <clears throat> then yesterday I finally saw that it was about Megan Thee Stallion. I, mm. This but, was going on for two days before I even knew who it was. about. Yeah. But the, the crazy thing is, it's like, okay, and this is and this is what I hope is not true. Is like, okay, you realize basically uh, you've been given free money to uh, another entity basically mm-hmm. on your hard work and now that you've got the game figured out uh hopefully this isn't the peak of your career and you realize hopefully. it's all downhill from here that's that's a good point i hope not that's yeah. that's the messed up thing is a lot of times when yeah. people finally figure it out um he, he, people aren't interested in their music anymore mm-hmm. she and like meg the stallion is like ascending she's trending this way so i you know i'd hate to his point i'd hate for her to Get to the point where she's about to, I guess, whatever you classify as take blow, control of her career, yeah, and and be able to get to be in that boss position, and then uh, she's got she's got full capability to turn this into whatever she wants. Yeah. at this point, so. that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, man. Let's um, let's see. We're probably about halfway through. Let's pay. Let's uh, shout out our partners real quick. Uh, you got a no bad ideas at? Do we have? I know they placed around here. Can we get one just for? Shout out to No Bad Ideas. They've been a partner of ours from day one. They always lace us with merch for our raffles. Uh, We got stuff placed around the set. You can see a book bag there as well. So we really appreciate them. NDCD and Vinyl, uh, they always provide wax for us whenever we do our raffles. We do giveaways for Patreon. So uh, salute to them. We really appreciate them as always. Dr. Coleman for uh, Coleman Dental, 317-255-8546, located in uh, Broad Ripple. Make sure you get your teeth is right. I might need to make an appointment. We'll see. You not- do. <laughs> <laughs> need to get them right, huh? I got to get them right, get man. Get them right. You see the banner on the wall bringing down the banner. As always, is the hub. Make sure you go to YouTube and uh, subscribe to the channel. Also, hit the bell for notifications. That will keep you in the loop for anything that we drop that's related to the podcast. Also, uh, any music or any things that we shout to Memphis, anything that we put out or release on the site, you'll be able to get a notification ding whenever we put that out. That is also where we go to view the comments for the videos that we put out. So y'all get in there and engage. We will respond. Um, you know, I actually look forward to that now because we're starting to get some some really good comments, either mm-hmm. good or bad. I don't care. Either way, it's fun for me. We have fun with it. So definitely make sure y'all engage and come on there. Yeah, we, just, had, we had quite a few for the the young MA uh, R&B conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I, also the little brother as well. I think the little had, brother one too. Yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Shouts to y'all. We appreciate anyone that comes in and puts a comment on there. Uh, we got thick skin, so it's all good. We just have some fun and, and talk about it. We respect Everybody's opinion, so it's all good. I bleed easily. <laughs> did I miss anybody? Who did I miss? Print Sun King. Shout out to Sun King. Uh, did you already sponsor. say Print Fanny too? I didn't say Print Fanny yet. Shout out to Sun King, new sponsor. Uh, they really... You put this in your notes, man. I mm-hmm. know, right? They really you take care of it. You have a whole computer. Make a note to put this in your notes. Sun King is already in there. I forgot about Print Fanny, but I was backwards. Shout out to Sun King. We appreciate them. New partner. 
new things on the horizon. That's going to be a great relationship for us. Did you guys see the uh, comment I put in the channel today about Record Store Day? Yes. Yeah. So we will be doing that as well. That's okay. what's up. So That's Record up. Store Day at Indy City and Vinyl, we're going to do a live show. Might as well announce it. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be fun. Boom. And then, as always, Printfinity, uh, owned by... DJ J. Diff. I don't do the C-level stuff. We're going to keep that out the way. You did earlier for the, no. intro, for the intro. It's cool. I ain't, ain't going to do it no more. Yeah. You, you look at me sideways. Shout out to the homies. Support people that have their own companies. We need to do more of that. So look out for my man. All right. Let's get back to the rundown. Yeah. So, <laughs> so excited. Stop, man. So. Okay. Get your boy, man. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> so Waka Flocka Flame, uh, Flame was actually uh, <laughs> A B C. He's been uh, floating around on social media for some some stuff that he said actually about his career and his own talent. I believe this was on Everyday Struggle. Um, so this this was this was I actually like what he said. I'm gonna read it. Uh, I actually like what he said. He said by 2012 and 13, I had 30 million dollars. He said at that point in life, I'm being real. Uh, I'm, I'm being I'm being real on my dead brother. Why was I rapping? This is a question that he's asking himself. He says, "What was I rapping about? I'm rich. I wanted to be rich. From that from from that time to right now, I wanted to figure out how, how can I become a billionaire or a multi billionaire off of business. Cause I did it with rap. I was a whack rapper. I knew I was whack, but I was real. You see what I'm saying? The realness overcame the whackness. So." <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, this is dope because a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people will come to grips with themselves and their talent level and say that. Jay Div made a good point before we came on. He's like, Waka's always been pretty transparent, been upfront about who he is. I just think it's dope to see that where somebody could be like, man, he, he went on about my favorite rappers are DMX and Nas and all these types of dudes. I shouldn't be compared with them. Like, I'm not even in their class. Like, these are the guys I looked up to. I understood what I got in the game for, got up out of there. Like, I respect him for saying that. Like, I thought that was a really dope moment. It takes to a level of humility to be able to do that. Yes. Mm. And I, I, I don't. Self awareness. Self awareness. Yeah. I don't see that often. And so. a lot of people aren't self aware in general, like just in everyday life. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought that was extremely dope for him to come out and just be like, yo, this is what I, I got in the game. This was my plan. I got out. I know I'm not the best rapper, and I'm cool with that. I mean, he took his angles the correct way, though. I mean, one of the things that um, that stuck out about Waka Flocka was his energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it was always hype, turned up shit. You know what I'm saying? Once he figured out he wasn't going to be that rapper dude, he went on that techno shit. He was doing the techno scene for a minute. EDM. Up there with Steve EDM, yeah. yeah. He was doing yeah. that shit, jumping around and, and making music for that crowd. Getting a bag. Definitely. But he's always been true to saying, I'm not a good rapper. Right. He, there's actually a video of one song he did. I can't remember who's featured on that song. But, like, there's a part where they're talking. He's like, yeah, I'm not a good rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he's always stayed true to that, that sentiment, and he knows where he stands. So, shit, kudos to him, man. That's yeah. dope. I'm with it. Uh, jump in, Jim, or anything on, on him saying that? No, my whole thing was just the self-awareness to understand, yeah. you know, on our artistic level, where you are compared to people that you look up to. Um, some people 
just don't have that. They think that they are the best rapper in the world and can't nobody touch me and they are terrible. Right. Um terrible. and they're just they're riding a wave. And um, you know, I it's kind of weird when people just don't know their place in the game. Uh, and I'm not trying to okay, you know what? I don't care. These people don't know me and I don't know them. That's like, a good point. Over the weekend, um you know, I wound up hosting a couple of uh, events for concerts that were in town. You know, and Twister was in town, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Twister. Legend. You know what I'm saying? A legend. Definite legend. Yep. You know, been doing it for, like, if you talk, we're going back three and four decades now, you know, but he, he made, know. He made rapping fast cool before him yeah. and made it not, it ain't cool. Been, not cool. It ain't been three or four decades. <laughs> <laughs> no, you think about it. If you start 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and now where we are, we're talking about four decades of hap- uh, you know, he's and he's still out here being able to get money mm-hmm. in 2020. That's four decades. Mm-hmm. I see where you're going. Um, okay. Not the beginning. Okay, not the yeah. beginning. He ain't start but, rapping okay. at five. Like, yeah. he, he is the most seasoned rapper out here. You know, yeah. Twister. And, but you know, when he came, even, you know, of course he's got new music, you know, and he gave a little touch of that, but you know, he knew that people wanted to hear the songs that Adrenaline. made him Adrenaline famous, yeah. you know. Uh, but then here comes, you know, another night when I'm out and, and, and getting some money, and here comes the Yin Yang Twins, and they wanted they talking about, yeah, we got a new song. It was like, what, what, what was the reaction like? I mean, it was like, look, people a lot of times are happy to see somebody famous, but it was like, can we hurry up and get this shit over with so we can hear uh, whistle while you twerk? Mm. <laughs> because that's, that's, that's what they came for. That's what we want to hear. You know, yeah, that's so what they came for. I think there's this self-awareness that almost every artist has to have. And he, under, and what's crazy, Waka's only 33, 34 years old. Yeah. Um, Shows a lot of wisdom. But though. at the same time, with everything being so trendy and things moving so fast in the culture, you know, if you start in your 20s or maybe if you're 18 or 19 you almost got to look at like um like being an nfl running back you know your time to get your money is you know in your early 20s in you know into your late 20s by the time you're 34 35 you almost have to have something other to do shit by yeah, the time i do like 30 that. as an nfl running back yeah, yeah. i do like that um hip-hop is transcending as far as be- the longevity is concerned because mm-hmm. you have to actually have different pockets like Royce just dropped a new album, right. which is, excuse me, considered grown man's hip hop. You know what I'm mm. saying for the most part. I haven't heard but it yet. He Ooh, actually that Royce a, is out. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Royce is. T- but he made a good point that kind of speaks <clears throat> to being self aware in the interview because he brought up, you know, everybody talks about the importance of owning your masters and things yeah. like that. Yeah. He's saying he made a point which makes a lot of sense that. If you're young, you're out here pretty much, and you're just, you know what I'm saying, trying to say it for alcohol, oh, I own all my shit. Because it sounds if, good. Because if, it sounds good. Yeah. If your music doesn't doesn't transcend time, if, if it's not good later on, it doesn't matter if you own it or not. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Very so true. being relevant takes a skill. You can't just be putting shit out and... Is good for right now. Yeah, you yeah. own it right now. Yeah, it might pop up here and there over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you got in sup- the long run, your masters mean shit because you're not. People have to be, have to look go, revisit that music in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Exactly. It's like you got a subpar, you got an average catalog, but you own it. It's like what is the what's the long? Or game? even if it's below average, it's Could just be right average. now. Yeah, right now is hot. And I used to tell uh, people that all the time, like. If you're listening to something right now, yep. think about 10 years from now, what do you think it's going to sound like? 
That's a good point. Like seriously. Yeah. If if you can't see yourself listening to it ten years from now, yeah, it's probably not going to be around. Look, just pick up a a hip hop magazine, whether it be the Source or an XXL or I don't know if Vibe was still popping at that time, um, and you'll look at the advertisements for mm-hmm. upcoming albums or the people they're interviewing. Most of those people, we don't even know where they are now. Mm-mm. You know, that's how the, the Benzino being one of them. He owned a damn magazine. The, the culture, whole magazine. The culture moves so fast. Like I said, being in, you know, clubs where I'm look, I'll say I'm the old man in the club. If I wasn't right. getting a check, I would have no reason to be there. But, you know, I do get the benefit of seeing how things move in real time and how, yeah. you know, there's somebody who was the hottest thing in like t- three years ago and we don't even we don't even play we don't play that record out of irony. Or because it was such a big song. Like some of the stuff we, I, I talked to, uh, shot my man DJ Lockstar. He said, I just had to go through my computer. I said, I would never play this record again for any reason. Man. This is, this, this was, That's tough. this, this, it marked time, but you know what? No one will ever ask me for this, and I will never have an, a desire to play it. You what know song was it? Yeah. I, it was a whole bunch of them. He had, he was like, I, I, he went he through got a whole the, folder of them. He deleted. <laughs> he's like, I, I, I went through and not even have to think. I deleted like fifteen hundred songs. Mm. You know what's crazy though? Um, it's funny that you said the um, example about ten years, right? Mm-hmm. So the I think the tour is called the Millennium Tour. Yeah, it's got yeah. Bow that's, what wow. the, that's why the Ying Yang Twins were in town. Okay, B two K, all them, right? Nah, B two K. I mean, not B two K. I'm sorry. Oh, Marion, get you your bread. Marion pulled yeah, a G move and said, no, y'all stay home Definitely. and take care of my in his kids. Home, and his homie ain't even widow, widow girl no more. He's mm-hmm. a goofy. He messed yeah. up the whole bag, whole bag for a couple weeks of... I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that I thing. saw Soldier Boy. Um, somebody had a video of Soldier Boy performing, and uh, he was doing Crank That, mm-hmm. right? So you you think about... We all remember when... You know what I'm saying? People was wearing the dicky shorts that was down to their ankles and the, he had the 5X t-shirts and everybody was, you know, that era when it first dropped. And it's like, I'm watching the videos now and there are people in there, but it's still kind of go. Like, it's still, it, the reaction let me know oh, yeah, that it still, has some, it still had some some legs underneath, right? That's I played Crank That at a kid's uh, school dance. And it went off. Three weeks ago. That's right. a record you yeah. can't really, you can't delete that record. Right. I'm, you know, for I whatever mean, the culture felt about Soldier Boy, you for, can't, for that's, whatever a, you that's say a record about you can't get rid of. Yeah. yeah. Besides, kids love to Superman that hoe. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Indeed they do. Listen, Omarion was out there, Bow Wow, uh, let me, remember to let me hold you down joint with the uh, Luther Vandross? Yeah. Yes. Like, did you say people, let me hold you down? I didn't say that. Don't do Listen that. Listen to him. First of all, now you just came up with a great concept for a record. Yeah, that's Lone Next Single, Let Me Hold You Down. Um, hmm, I have some records to write, so. Yeah. Yeah, do okay. Let Me Hold You Down. We just want 10%. Um, but nah, nah we man, want, like. We want our uh, 60%. That's cool. You can negotiate yeah. all you want. Yeah. Right. The other 40%, you need to pay for everything out of that. Yeah, we you want get, 60 up front. You're going to have to talk to my lawyer. I feel you. Mm. Good. You're a smart man. And that's what you should do. Damn right. Mm. But uh, now they were performing at Joint Man and. The place was going crazy. Like it's still. I mean, goes. it's that it's that Bankers Life Fieldhouse. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you they're have a concert a, at Bankers Life Fieldhouse, then you're doing numbers. You're doing numbers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I I just I just thought about that when you said that. Like Shanti was there. Yeah, she you was. Know we love Ashanti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know we love Ashanti. Definitely. And for people who don't know, outside of uh, 
City. That's where the the Indiana Anna place Pacers play. So they know. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that don't know. They these, might. these stadiums change names all yeah, the time. That's true. You know? that's true. Yeah, I thought they played at Market Square. I, don't yeah. do I still call. Uh, what is it now? Verizon. I still call that shit Deer Creek. It ain't mm-hmm. been Deer Creek since like '98, '99. It was Clips Center for a while. That's what it is yeah, now. Clips Center. The name even Verizon. See, actually, I think it changed again. I think it's like. Bank of Middle America uh, or something. Bank shit. of Middle America. That's a terrible uh, name. <laughs> well, shit, Banker's Life Fieldhouse is a pretty terrible name, too. I like Conseco. I got used to Conseco. Oh, yeah, Conseco. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, look, I still call Market Square. Places out of town. Place. I'll be like, yeah, Candlestick Park. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's been going <laughs> for Comiskey. a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? The Hoosier Dome. That's throwback. But no, nah, man, like, it's. I'm not mad at Bow Wow them for getting that paper. They can still. Why would you? Why be? would I'm not mad at all? Like that's what, it's actually smart. Like for them to form on some Voltron shit. I'd be curious to see what the Yin Yang Twins set is like. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, it's probably lit. I think it's lit. I'm not curious. Don't do that. I actually seen them on a uh, spring break, Myrtle Beach. They had a couple it was now. Them, the whispers. Um, it was a uh, little scrappy, little John. Oh wow! All them was together. Spring it's got to be a little John. Or it's got to be. Excuse me. It's got to be Ying Yang twins and friends. It's got to be like a whole bunch of motherfuckers. Whole bunch of people. Yeah. There was a time when Crump was that. running the world. That. So I, yeah. that. I need some getting crunked, get crunked up in there. Yeah, Shots some icons. Icons. Icons can go on tour. She was so waxed. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is showing about the whole album. Got the whole CD. <laughs> hey, shout out to Duke Deuce though for having uh, Lil John hey, and uh, Duke Project Pat. Hey man, and uh, who am I missing? I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm tripping. Three six. Three six. Yeah. Well, yeah. really, was just DJ Paul. DJ Paul. And, uh, yeah. And uh, Juicy J. I'm. I'm Little John was on the course. Yeah, I actually could have dumped for some reason. Which it probably sounds crazy with him being on a joint called Crunk Ain't Dead. Like Little John's part really wasn't that cold to me. Like I could have done without that. You know I mean, it don't make just, sense. Just but. talking on the track. <laughs> what you know about Angry Black Man on an Elevator? Angry Black Man on an Elevator. What was that on? Rhyme Fest. Made a oh, song yeah. called I'm an angry oh. black man on an elevator. Yeah, that <laughs> shit didn't, it didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a pretty dope song. It wasn't Jesus Walks. No, no, no it wasn't. But not everything is Jesus Walks, though. So, it's not. I mean, but the I mean, thing is, you like, don't write those every day. Yeah. Thing you know is, Rhyme, Rhyme Fest uh, first album, Blue Collar. I actually really like that record. He's got some it's very good. He got bars. I remember, matter of fact, when he stayed here, he was doing a freestyle contest on the radio where you could volunteer. They didn't say he was going to rap against. Yeah. You could volunteer and go up to the radio station and freestyle battle. One of my homies decided he wanted to go up there and freestyle battle. Yeah. Guess who he had to battle? Who he battle? He had to battle Ron Fest. It was over. Ate young, his ass up. Young, Ate him up. Young Live Jay. on radio. Hey. I ain't going to call him out and say who it is, but yeah. Hey, the funniest Ron She might Fest. as well say it. No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest Ron Fest story I have, I'll never forget it, man. It was at Reggie's in Chicago. Um, he was performing. I don't think it was Scribble Jam. He was performing, though. He was the main act that night. And he must have had, you know, they they, they started early, right? Mm-hmm. So on the left of Reggie's, when you come in, Black Curtain, by the stage, that is. They got a, a you know, balcony level you can look over. So he was coming around to go onto the stage on the left. He's like, what's up, man? I was like, what's going on, man? Big fan, blah, 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 blah. I got the album. Cool. He's like, that's what's up, brother. That's what's up. Now, he's still split. So he after he daps me up, he turns around and he slips on, I don't know, somebody spilled the beer or something. 
does like a 360 and falls on his ass, mm. like right by where you walk in and go on the stage. So I helped him up. He was like, I don't think nobody else saw that, man. I'm but good. you just told everybody. <laughs> <laughs> go figure. Yeah. He been holding on to the hat. That shit tucked for right. so long. Hey, but he was cool, though. Like, we laughed about all of that. He was like, man, I'm about to go up here and kill this shit. I was like, all right, sir. He didn't sell him no beats? Huh? He didn't sell him no beats? He wasn't in the state to listen to him, brother. Shit, I remember. You just picked him up. I did. <laughs> Literally. It reminds me of uh, that part in Hustle and Flow. <laughs> Yo. I remember. You threw my to- my tape in the toilet, man. Skinny, man. Ron Fest was cool, though. Go ahead, Lon. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I I remember uh, when uh, Clarence, uh, Hinks Jones, we performed at A3C in 2010, I think. Castle went with y'all on that one? Castle, DJ Castle, Bounce Castle, and uh, Poppy Hamon. They went the time before. Shout out to Poppy Hamon yeah, and Castle. So they nice went. Fam. Yeah, we rocked. That was before they moved to the Masquerade, but. Anyways, no, we went, uh, we were at the, we played uh, on the Jack Prince stage. Anyways, in the green room, we were back chilling. Me, I remember me, Clarence, and I don't know, we're just chilling on the couch. And then Rhyme Fest comes in the back, just got done performing. And I just remember like at the time, this is like 2010, so Rhyme Fest was still kind of mm-hmm. not on his political stuff. You know, yeah. like he, he was actually still rapping back then. Yeah. Right. You know, he comes off stage and he's in there and he's dapping up this other person. I'm like, oh, shit. And all of a sudden, it just kind of comes together. You see all these artists that are like underground artists. And I'm like, man, I'm in the same room with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that person. I know that person. It was it was crazy to be in that room with all those people. Yeah. But I do remember Rhymefest being like one of the bigger names at the time that was in there. But they all knew each other. It was just it was it was really cool. Yeah, man. It's. It's just dope to always. It's dope to be around people. Definitely a fanboy. I was like, oh shit. I was like, I'm in the same. I'm playing the same festival these guys are. Damn right. Uh, it's just dope to see people that you admire, if your your fans of their craft. If you can get a chance to meet them and they actually be cool, like that goes yeah. a long way. Because I've heard a lot of asshole experiences, man. One, people, one of the so. coolest dudes I met, I think it was that year too, or maybe it was the next year, was Fashan. He was really cool. That's what's up. He was a really cool ass dude. We sat and had a conversation. He could rap too. Yeah, yeah. MED was mad cool too. We had a conversation about Flying Lotus. Randomly, oh, it was just yeah. I don't know, but anyways, for another time. For the <laughs> nah, that's what's up. Um, let's see. I wanted to get on this one. The list is kind of long, but um, let's talk about Public Enemy. You want to do Public we'll Enemy? Public okay, Enemy. Yeah, we we'll do that. Public Enemy. All right, or so Public Enemy Radio. It ain't Bernie's fault. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Flav, Flav and I don't even ride for Bernie like that. But that's just a yeah, goofy, that's a goofy that's a goofy take. Anyways, you can't put right, it on, right. you can't put it on Burn. But apparently, the way I understand it, they performed uh, at a Bernie event, Public Enemy, and Flav. Well, they out. were announced to. I don't know. Have they done it yet? Oh, I, I could be mistaken. They did not perform. It was right. on a flyer. That was the whole thing. Okay, it was cool. their likeness. Thank you. Cool. My fault. Um, but Flav went off like. He was blasting Chuck, and I'm going to go through some of his comments. So he says, there's no public enemy without Flavor Flav. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to destroy – don't do that, Jay Moore. He said, you want to destroy something that we've built over 35 years over politics, question mark, question mark. Uh, Flav has responded to being fired from the longtime group because public because uh, Chuck pretty much said it was a rap for him the other day. Flav said, are you kidding me right now over Bernie Sanders? These are his responses on Twitter. Uh, he said, you want to destroy something that we built, blah, 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 blah. He said, I don't want to. He said, all because I don't want to endorse a candidate. 
He said, I'm very disappointed in you and your decisions right now. This is going back towards Chuck. He said, I'm not your employee. I'm your partner. You can't fire me. There's no public enemy doubles down again uh, without Flavor Faye. That's crazy if you think about. Yet there is. Ownership. <laughs> Ownership matters. Ownership and, definitely matters. And, and the fact that he says it tells you how they're structured because he probably technically, no, he is technically a partner with them. So can you fire? Can you fire a partner? Is he? Well, yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, don't think he is. You don't there, think he's a partner? Did, nah. There is a response from Chuck D. Okay. From the, uh, the offices of Flavor Flav. Or not, I'm sorry, the offices of Public <laughs> Enemy. Public Enemy did not part ways with Flavor Flav over political views. Flavor Flav has been on suspension since 2016 when he was MIA from Harry Belafonte, from a Harry Belafonte benefit in Atlanta, Georgia. That was the last straw for the group. He had previously missed numerous live gigs from Glastonbury to Canada, album recording sessions and photo shoots. He always chose to party over work. Public Enemy Radio toured Europe and co-headlined the Wu-Tang Clan in May without Flavor Flav, and that's in 2019. They have also done numerous benefit shows without Flavor. While Public Enemy Radio was moving forward, Flavor Flav was starting on a reality show, Growing Up Hip Hop New York, where an episode featured his children discussing an intervention and putting him into rehab. It's time to move on, and everyone wishes Flavor Flav well. So apparently this whole split with what is called public enemy radio because apparently through legal reasons, you can't call it public enemy without flavor Flav. Yep. Mm. And maybe in, and they have the people who signed, uh, the, the letter, Chuck D DJ Lord, uh, James bomb, pop diesel and Johnny, who's also an MC because I don't see Terminator X or, uh, professor, professor Griff. Griff. So well, I, they haven't toured with them for a long time. So I believe that's why it's called public enemy radio because for legal hmm. reasons, without certain individuals, it can't be called public enemy, but apparently Flav has not been with the group with since 2016. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. that. I know Griff has been touring solo a long yeah. time since then. Uh, professor X hasn't been with them in a long time either. Terminator so. X. I said professor. Said, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about the X. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, they would have, they, they'd have ate us up in the comments. Like Terminator not, X. You know. He don't even know y'all, about, he don't y'all even don't know, know y'all hip hop. Yeah. Y'all don't know your comic books neither. Yeah, it's always somebody that, that swears somebody don't know some shit because of. You a, say one thing that's on. a little off. Yeah. Right. And it so, don't matter. And like that literally would have been all through I'll the I'll tell comments. you what, you, you come sit in my seat. <laughs> and uh, let's see how we do. It would have yeah. been bad. Yeah. Who is old boy in the Sean Kemp jersey? Yeah. He don't know rap. Yeah. He People, said something about a comic book. People yeah. act like this is scripted. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely not. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. But nah, it's cool. Um, we love y'all, though. Yep. For sure. It's just, it's funny because we just talked about um, uh, Flavor Flav being in Run DMC. And what was his contribution to Run? Damn, I'm doing it again. <laughs> it's your birthday, brother. Don't it worry is. about yeah, it. Yeah, you no, know, we I haven't even you, had that much to drink. You've it's been, been tasting. It's okay. I'm, brother. You need some more. I'm thinking about the Run DMC conversation. It's all good. Okay. That, you need more of that Sun King in your I life. I do. <laughs> let, me, let me pour myself <laughs> some. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. But anyway, we were talking about Flavor Flav and his contribution to Public Enemy. Yes, yeah. sir. And how he was pretty much on some other shit. We were just talking about this shit two, three weeks ago. Like, right? Facts. We know this. This is not This is not like a secret. And it's, hey, it's. He won't be missed. I, I won't say, well, Maybe his live. vibe, yeah, his vibe, I think, will be missed. He's a big he part of their vibe. Yeah. He's a part of the vibe, but as far as performing. You can do your biggest hits without Flav. You can definitely do your biggest you hits without You can't do 911. 
That's, that's one not of a biggest, public enemy song. I mean, no, that's well, a, no, that was on that was that on, was on um Fear uh, Fear, Fear of Black, Black Planet. Planet. That was still on it's still solo. That's just like I, I it's mean, like Outkast. Still, they both they had solo songs on. I, feel, I guess you know what okay, I'm saying. So okay, 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 okay. Big Boy can do West Savannah on his own. Okay, okay. It's his song essentially. You know what I'm saying? I got you, Chuck. What I, I got you. Okay, but you know Chuck can do Black Steel, The Hour, Chaos, and Night of Living Bassheads without flavor. Yeah. Because I, I can just definitely just run one of them records. They, they can definitely just it. run the uh, the ad list for and fuck John Wayne. True, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, if you can do fight the power without flavor, flavor. Yeah, when you watch the visual though, man, like to your point though, those are two different things. Like yeah. we talking about, but this he, he definitely <clears throat> added a major part of the group though. He did. He was you a know, style icon too because he made he wore the big. Big clocks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was wearing clocks and shit back then. And he started he started getting to the point where it was like massive. The shits that would be on the wall at the crib. Like yeah, you like know what the I mean? Sun King. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Sun King. Um but I I'm with Lone though. I don't wanna what's the word I'm looking for? I don't wanna minimize his contributions, but I get what J Boy is saying from a performance standpoint, what you mm-hmm. guys are saying. But I still don't like the overall just the aesthetics of them, like He's a part of that. No, you know he what I'm definitely saying? Is. like he's a part of that. And you can't unwrite that. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At the end because of Because you end think of about public enemy at the to me, like at their apex, you got him, you got Grip, uh, you got Terminator X, they the doing S1Ws, the S1Ws. They doing yeah. the steps. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of that. Like that goes into public enemy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but you know what? You don't know what it's like to be in a group with somebody like that. True. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? And I'm sure that shit is probably Stressful, annoying, Stressful and the shit. thing is, like, Flav been on one since the nineties. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time, and you know what? People change, times change, grow they apart. Can, they can move, they can change, they can do some other shit, and they can be their own version of whatever they're going to be in the future. I remember they did a roast for Flavor Flav, and oh, of course, man. Chuck D uh, was not because it, it, this is around the time of Flavor of Love and well, all that. When he was eating no girl, but <sighs> yeah, wait, um, what? Bye, oot. And and, uh, and I just remember um, the the host of the roast was like uh, Chuck D is not here because apparently the D stands for dignity. Mm. <laughs> so he's, but You're telling me, man, there. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like in, in any if groups are such a hard thing. That's why there's so many solo artists now. They're tough. I mean, I've been in groups. I mean, they're hard. I mean, for it to even go this long with. You know what I'm saying? Flav, Flav was on crack. He dropped a vial of crack on stage at a Yo TV Raps concert. Yeah. How See? about that? Man, you that was going around. Bobby yeah. Brown did a bag, right? Whole bag. Yeah, he was a solo picked, artist at the time. He picked that mug up too. <laughs> he didn't miss a step though. Didn't right. every little when step he, he takes. No. It was on point that night. <laughs> it was on point, point that night. Yeah. <laughs> Scooped yeah. that mug Calculated. up in right in rhythm. Yep. Calculated. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's ever commented on if that was actually that thing that he I'm sure he has. We have an episode titled "Bobby Brown's Dope Bag." Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Don't we do those days? Yeah. Y'all go back and check that one out. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if he's ever addressed if he you know if he dropped that thing. I'm on sure. The ground, I'm look, positive. I've he read has. Bobby Brown's book, and what was of it? Of course, I watched the movie. I mean, he can say what he wants, but we know what it is. Yeah. No, what it was. Bobby Brown will tell you is like, yeah, I was very high during this time of my mm-hmm. life. Early too. Well, yeah, you know, I was, you know, he during was what, the like nineteen, the, the new edition reunion. He's like that. That whole thing fell apart because I was, I was high a lot. And they actually could have had. They actually could have put out some heat. 
they did though. That yeah, home, the blue moon. That, stop, no, man. Please stop. Home again. Home again. <laughs> home again was a good hey, album. And wait a minute, home all all of you who commented this past week talking about Here under the go. blue moon wasn't that bad. You need yeah. to. Please, Stop it! Please review the rest of the new edition catalog, catalog before yeah. you you talk about how great Under the Blue Moon you, you is. You guys are just haters of doo wop. No. How are we? <laughs> no. First of all, man, that album is just not it, man. That's I'll all. listen to their Christmas album in July before I listen to Under the Blue Moon. Yeah. This yeah. is whack. Like name, I want, I want y'all I'll anybody that listened to that I'll album that was Gen for name an album. Hey man, it's in Maserato. Name what it's that not a, album that that's is. better than though. I want to know something that that. That stands the test of time. That Blue Moon is better than that. I want to know. Okay. The cover trash though. It's very trash. Like, and I love New Edition. Co- yeah. The cover's trash though. But they like, had them in the shiny suits and the big McDonald's smiles, and I was like, "Yo, this ain't it." Right. So yeah. And I was, ass, I was girl. a youngster when it came out. I was like, mm, "And no. Bobby wasn't on the cover." So because Bobby, Bobby had got out the group. group before that. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby. But he wasn't on that thing yet. They still was young. Um, he was back in Baltimore in the projects. True, Boston. He's, uh, like I said, we got to clean it up before they come get us. Yeah. All right. So they, <laughs> so they had Earth Angel, uh, oh, yeah. a, a million to one. The Angel, Duke of Earl, Earth Angel. <laughs> the, the Duke of Earl. Hey there, lonely girl. Why the fuck would they be making the Duke of, Duke of Earl? Man? Hey, this really bothers. This really bothers Jay Diff, man. A thousand miles away. What's your name? Tears on my pillow. Blue moon. Since I don't have you, bring back the memories. Which one of these joints was the one that was in Karate Kid? Earth Angel. Earth Angel. Angel. Okay. Okay. So they got a bag. Well, if the contract was right, I don't they know. Didn't get Look, the bag. that's the thing. Okay. They probably, like I said, they probably had one of the Megan Thee Stallion contracts. What's my boy name? Uh, that uh, pulled them out the hood at the uh, talent show. What's my boy name? The Maurice producer? Star. Maurice Star. He probably got. Yeah, Maury Star was not involved at this point. Well, who? I, see, I got to go back because it's been it's been a minute. I don't. Did know you watch was. the movie, Mike? It's been a while, man. God, you damn. ain't a true fan. <laughs> hey, I tell you one thing: the Maybe. Bobby Brown bio, uh, biopic was not as good as uh, you know, just enjoying just my personal opinion. Well, yeah, man, right. man. Well, it's up to you. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's this album's whack. Mm-hmm. Um, but anybody else that wants to comment, you know, feel free to make your piece. On it, but it is kind of uh, weird that Public Enemy was broken up by politics. See, but see, that's the thing. It was shout out to my it man was, Rusty. It was man. not. It's, it y- just it was bad timing. That's shout what out I'm to saying. my homie Rusty. Flavor ain't I'm been in the group for four years. I'm not saying that politics broke up the group. Per did you say flavor? Did you say I'm flavor saying was that in- politics broke up the group? Oh, man. Not true. Not politics. True. I see not, what you're saying. Not, yeah. Not, Presidential politics, but just politics. Right on paper, though, you're right. Okay, yeah, that was a bar. That was a bar. Okay, yeah, there we go. Did you say flavor aid? But at the same, (laughs) I thought he said flavor aid was in. in But at the same, but at the same time, to the politics point, it was politics in general, Mm -hmm. political politics, presidential, presidential political politics that actually separated. Did the did the whole knife. Decisive cut thing. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. it kind of was. But goddamn it, it wasn't Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's in it, that's yeah. they yeah. put it don't, on Bernie out here. Please man. don't use <laughs> this. It on Bernie. Not that we're we the new old heads do have not, have not do endorsed the candidate, but please yeah. don't use this. Don't you don't put Bernie out there like that. He already yeah. got his own set. It you know he trying to do what he trying to do. Don't put this on him, man. Like no, yeah, that's not fair to burn, man. This doesn't mean no. Let it burn. Let it burn. Yeah, but. Let it um, burn. 
That sounds horrible. Yeah, actually, you yourself a shot. Nah, I'm, I'm, prou- I'm proud of y'all, though. We didn't lose any specific fan base this episode. Jay Moore, I appreciate you, brother. We didn't. <laughs> you look at his face. He's like, well, like, hmm, how what did I, I say <laughs> in the last 30 seconds that we, might offend somebody? We didn't lose anyone, mm-hmm. I don't think, on this one. Yeah, so I was that, acting like I was saying some shit. That, but we. It, we ain't lose anybody though. Jay Moore, uh, Jay no. Moore say shit that we lose like whole groups uh, of people. Yeah, but didn't we do? We did kind of. Uh, okay, I'm not even going to rehash it. Who do we lose? They can just listen to the beginning of the show. No, I'm not about to bring up who who we lost. I'm glad the music came on. That's going to do it for episode. <laughs> 175 of the New Old Eds podcast. Make sure you go to Bringing Down the Band's YouTube page. Subscribe. Hit that bell for notifications. We appreciate all the support as always uh, for the entire crew. Peace, and we'll see y'all next week. Yeah.